Welcome back to Lucy Mar and the Stars, you guys. What's up? Today we have your fave on your TikTok for you page, if you happen to be connected on this level. Um, an amazing intuitive counselor, Natija at Onadi on TikTok. What's up? Hi, I'm so happy to be here. I'm super excited here because um, I always like to refresh in my astrology. I've literally, I used to like, I was that kid, I guess they say it's the kids that want to understand themselves, but I was that kid that like astrology was actually my opening to spirituality. Mm -hmm. It was very, very young because I wanted to figure out like who I was. Um, so I'm really excited to be here. I love talking to astrologers. Yes. Oh my gosh. Before we get into your whole chart, tell us just a little about your story, a little about your journey of what whatever things you want to include. Wow. Well, anytime somebody asks me this, you know, I do, and I'm not, this is not a promo, but <laughs> the long version, I do have a book called 21 Tales Later. <laughs> That's oh. a long version. It's on Amazon. And that was like very early beginning of my spiritual awakening. It was a self-help. I used to just give advice. Um, and that that's the long in-depth version. It's going to be the commercial version. The commercial version is basically, um, grew up, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I grew up, I was always kind of like into, um, I guess I want to say the esoteric, like I was always into the other worldly things in a sense, just because it was like, you know, life is life. <laughs> um, I like to know that there's something else. Um, and I'm pretty agnostic. I was also just really fascinated by religions and how they could bring people together. So it was just my thing I did in my free time. Um, didn't really do tarot, which is what a lot of people see on my TikTok. I didn't really do tarot until like college times. I actually wasn't even like aware of like tarot that much but spirituality really ran in my family mm. and I was always really intuitive I was always just like but I never I would never label myself a psychic because the way that I saw psychics portrayed on tv was like crystal ball and like all this stuff so I would never say like oh I'm psychic or have a conversation with anyone around it I just said okay, like, I just know what's gonna happen. Um, yeah, I'm just into this stuff. So, cool. and I would just keep it to myself. And it wasn't until college, you know, college can get a little bit crappy. Um, sometimes that mm -hmm. I was going through a pretty, pretty rough time. Um, things around me started crumbling. And it was the universe said, wonderful, it's time to start doing what you do was this wasn't the plan at all. Um, and I remember I had a friend at the time who said you need she introduced me to the law of attraction so I was into the astrology stuff I was I actually at that time did I start maybe I did start dabbling in tarot but it, everything for me was like just for fun and I didn't take it that seriously um no not yet but I had a friend that was just started talking about um law of attraction and she's talking about um Aaron Dowdy I don't know if you know anyone knows Aaron Dowdy Lior Alexander they were kind of like the beginning mainstream mm -hmm. um people that talked about new age stuff and um I, I was like going through a tough time and she's like you need to meditate I was always really anxious and I was just like I don't have time for this she said sit down and meditate Mm -hmm. So I meditated and I did this law of attraction meditation, like probably within a week of so many things that I was struggling with 
started to like just pop up and that's kind of like I'm trying not to make this run on but it's kind of like the beginning of what the universe tries to do is shows you that magic is real and then they're like wonderful but life isn't about all this fun stuff so start healing so um, <laughs> yes basically yeah did that start was like introduced manifestation and it was kind of like me starting to teach people that you can manifest and then the healing started <laughs> for me mm. um deep deep stuff basically hit my version of rock bottom was struggling with alcoholism was struggling um with other addictive vices um deep depression at time but it was all things I needed to heal and um through that, it awakened a lot of my gifts through, and that happens with a lot of people through hitting rock bottom. It's like, I was in that isolation. That's when I started really predicting serious things. Um, was uh, I had full mediumship. I was like one of the first things that really came in for me. And I was like, what is going on? I never really dealt with, I always see orbs, never dealt with like seeing full people, but you deal with whatever, wherever you come from um, on that but uh, mediumship was like one of the first things that came in for me fully just knowing what's going to happen very clairvoyant dreams clairaudient clairsentient and but I never called it that until like I realized like holy crap like the gifts started overwhelming me um and yeah yeah basically I posted my first TikTok I was still just doing it for family members posted my first TikTok and I already had somewhat of a following because of the advice but overnight, and I should mention when spirit has a plan for you, they may put blockages in other places because I was struggling with every job. I worked in PR. I was struggling with everything. Mm -hmm. And overnight, I gained probably 30 to 40,000 followers. Oh overnight. my gosh. Like, and I was working in real estate at the time and I had no, I literally couldn't do any other job. It was so overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And that that was it. That was it. I started my business and never looked back. But yeah. Oh my goodness. Ah, oh, I don't know where to start. What an amazing story. Like I feel I was like there along for all for all the twists and turns. Um yeah, so first of all, I think what I what I really what strikes me, what I always wanted to look at first when I was seeing you on my free page, I want to see her chart is like your um Aries Mercury and your Aries Venus in the ninth house so uh basically and I'm starting with this placement for you because I feel like because of like how uh I guess like because on TikTok what you're doing is speaking I guess that's why I'm interested but just the way that uh, you channel is so interesting and I'm like and it's just so quick. And I was so interested to be like, wh where is that intuitive coming from? And I think that you're such a good example of fire sign intuition. Like, I think yeah. a lot of people talk about water sign intuition and yes, you have Jupiter and Pisces, which we'll get into too, but you have Leo rising this. And so Leo rising, that's how you're looking at the whole world. You're thinking at it again, through this Aries quick, like, yeah, quick lens. How do you feel with that? So very interesting. So honestly, and if you notice on my new TikToks, the cards are kind of just for entertainment purposes. If I'm being honest, I actually get instantly, I get instant downloads. Um, when I meet people, it's instant. So a lot of my life was kind of just ignoring my intuition. Um, and like, it's always like, 
I don't want to be that, that like say I know but I do like I really really do like from the time someone asked me a question like for the most part I do it's just that ego and the self-doubt kicks in that Aries that wants validation that inner child that's like I don't want to be wrong you know but it's like at the end of the day I kind of know um mm. and the tarot is kind of just like the clutch of giving me the validation I guess in that way but um speaking is an interesting thing because Aries is Mercury and its detriment it's been very speaking if you hear me sometimes you'll hear, hear me kind of stutter um or trip over my words I, it's five 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 interesting mm -hmm. um but I actually struggled a lot like I a lot of my teachers wanted to put me in speech therapy or like struggled a lot with speaking growing up um just because it's like my thoughts are a mile a minute and like, I want to say so much, but I can't say it like in that. So it's just, it, it's difficult like that. Um, but I just, I have nothing else to say other than like, I just go into my own world. Like once it starts, it just kind of starts. Like if I really was to sit in this channel, I could probably speak for very long and just go straight with information coming out of me. Um, and I've always been like, literally my mom's, my mom's, Spirit gave me interesting parents. My mom's a Libra, my dad's a Pisces. And that for her is just, and she has a, my mom's a Libra with a Gemini moon, but like she can't handle like long conversations like in that sense. And my dad is, you know, he's a Pisces. He could talk for a long time, like in that sense. But this really gave me a platform to really share all of that. And I understood why I had, I want to say so much knowledge to really share. It's kind of like I have, like, it's never going to really run out. If mm -hmm. it may. Mm -hmm. but, like, I just yeah. feel like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's the Aries thing too, of just like, it's constant novelty and change and updating. And it's like, you're just getting those. But I think what's so interesting is how you're talking about as your communication can sometimes get that block is that it's conjunct your Saturn. So Saturn is where there's restrictions, where it's a little bit of holding back and it's you, it's slowing down your natural Aries Mercury, even though like, it's hilarious to say, like, it's slowing you down because like, you already are so fast, you know, but like, you know, people who are listening, like, think about what that is like with Saturn is slowing it down. And it's still that fast. Like your brain is, and then in the ninth house, which rules spirituality, but also just any kind of higher education, higher learning that's related to your purpose. So like for you, it's like, that's what you think about. That's what you look for in relationships too, like spiritual relationships. Um, Actually, no. No. No, but yes. In terms of most of my partners have all been tech have all been tech or have well that's the Libra move I like logic I love intelligence mm. I, love, I love like I've never really been a looks person but like mm -hmm. if someone like authority or logic and I could really feel that old wisdom coming through and it's probably the Taurus too mm -hmm. um and the I think like I like power and I think knowledge is power um that's what I'm really intrigued by and in terms of spiritual relationships 100 percent the other person does not need to be into spirituality. Mm. I do not. I actually don't want to be talking about too much crystals and stuff with someone else. I want to learn. I really do like learning. And I like when someone comes from, I know this is my seventh house. A lot of my relationships have been interracial. They have been like different religions and stuff because I love, like, I want to see it as an adventure. That's mm. that. Before I get bored. 
<laughs> like that's the meanest scenarios. I get bored. So yes, the, the yeah. ninth house is also travel. So it's like meeting yeah. people in different places. But I see it. But I feel like rather than the relationship, like both of you being spiritual people, I think it's more like you feel a spiritual connection to them. You that's know, a hundred percent. Because I a hundred percent, and that's with friendships too. Like my life and I think that's also Jupiter and Pisces it's so divinely guided like it's almost like I have a wall of protection over me and I'm not just saying that like I just don't and I also just don't have energy for a lot of people it sounds like I could show up anywhere and I could like go to a party and stuff like that but in terms of me actually being able to connect with people like that I don't have energy for a lot of people so it's like when someone's on my path and they stay I normally know the spiritual meaning I know our past life connection and I know that I know the lessons around it so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. everything is spiritual for me yeah and like th- that's what's so funny the difference with like the fire, the Leo, the excitement, the entertainer, the like, we'll talk to everybody like likes to be, you know, but then your Taurus sun, your Taurus Mars is like, I don't, I don't fucking have energy for this. Like I need to have so much time to chill and like be extravagant in my self-care. Like I, and Taurus keeps a very like tight circle of just like reliable and like quality, like Taurus is all about that high quality like and so for you it's in your showing up in your 10th house which is your career which is your public persona so it was so funny when I looked your chart up I was like I knew she was gonna have sun in the 10th house because it's just like such strong like public figure energy (laughs) yeah um well it's really interesting because I feel like I had so much to say but a lot of people actually think I'm a Scorpio because mm-hmm. especially in my immediate environment but in Vedic I have a Scorpio moon and an Aries sun so mm-hmm. um it's because like people I'm not saying like that like this but it's like a lot of people think that they know me but they don't so it's like I do have a very tight knit and that tight like when someone makes it in my life we've probably went through hell and back and it's like they know me and that's honestly on my hand I could probably count them like glitter and they'll stay there for years like that's how I am but in terms of just and I don't want to say I want to say this is everyone to a degree but I've also just I meet a lot of people who are like an open book but it could just be me triggering them to really like really open up but like me I will open up to a degree, but in terms of actually, for example, like seeing me cry or anything, <laughs> probably in a hand that anyone who's ever really seen that. And it, it's just, it, it. I also think it's a divine thing of like, who mm. is making me in that state? Um, but um, yeah, in ter- it's so crazy because I didn't, for a long time in my life, I struggled to relate with the Taurus mm. because um, especially in college, I for whatever reason, that was a time in my life. And my sister's also a Taurus with a Capricorn moon though. She's a very early. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would see people who were like super Taurus. Like I would see the level of stubborn. I would see that level. And I just never really saw that in me. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that was like, I was, op- especially in college, I was operating so much for my Libra moon. Like I would literally look my best friends. My relationships were Aquariuses. I attracted a lot of Aquarius people and everything. And 
I just struggled with like the Taurus rigidness <laughs> sometimes and I'd be like almost like you know but now especially since I live alone I see a lot of that <laughs> like yeah. I see a lot as I'm growing and I'm getting older and boundaries are being established, yeah, the Taurus is kicking in. Yes. No, I, I mean, honestly, I feel like Libra placements in college, like it's a, it's a free for all. You're just, yeah. it, that's where you're at the developmental stage where you're going to just be mirroring people. Like you want friends, like you want friends. Like, so Libra, like, I feel like that that's a lot of people like, you know, once Libras are left to themselves, it's like, well, then who the fuck am I? like but oh my god horrible horrible <laughs> the most difficult thing for me just real quick with that was like it is so frustrating to like have these fire placements and then also have Taurus where it's like I want to be like I know like I'm saying something today and I'm sure about it the Libra is gonna come creeping in somebody yeah. else asked me are you sure I'm not sure anymore <laughs> I will have to be like pull myself back and like Am I sure? And like other Tauruses are like so unmoving with what they say. Yeah. It's also a past life thing for me. They're like, stick to what you say. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, <laughs> and it, it's so hard though, because like Libra, you can see both sides all the time. But with Libra Moon too, um, opposite your Aries Venus. So this is like your Aries Venus, like wants to be impulsive, wants to do exciting things, wants to like, uh, kind of like, you know, have fun, like in the ninth house, especially, especially traveling, like you can really peak when you're like, uh, or just even in like new places where you kind of feel like anonymous, like you can really peak that energy, but then you're like, so that can have that impulsive nature, but then Libra on the other hand is like pulling at this Venus where it's like partnership, 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 like let's, um, no, you don't think? No, it's that Aries Venus has got me in a lot of trouble, <laughs> a lot of, especially those college days. I was insane. Like if a party girl was here, I was there. I, I will be very honest. Like, and this is not something that I'm boasting about. It's just my ego shadow side that came out of me. I give myself a lot of it's college you know but yeah. I was the person that would walk into a bar and see a guy and be like I want you I would walk straight up to them and be like I want you and normally yes I did get what I want in that but then there was the whole friends with benefits are you okay with that yeah I'm okay then I'm freaking crying in my bed because I was never okay with it yeah. you know because all and it's such a pull and tug where I mean, the idea of it is like, especially in my adulthood, it's create excitement in my life. So mm -hmm. I don't do that. And I know fifth house, Sag, like travel, like that's my thing. And a lot of those themes came out very young. Like, yeah, I do thrive. I love being in places where no one knows me. Like I will literally take a trip and do that. I moved out at 18 to LA, like literally by my myself, vibes, you know, um, I actually, I actually find it more difficult to be in places where people do know me, like being at home in my hometown, just because it's kind of like, I don't know, there's that idea of just like, there, or someone else had actually read this. I don't know. There's a lot of people who think that they really know, almost like possess me. There's like a possessive energy that happens there. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't think they know it, but it's like, once you know me, it's like, and I'm not saying, oh, I'm a star. No, no, no. It's just that I make them feel like home. 
And because of that energy, you know, so I like when I could dip out, you know what I mean? Or like see someone and I, and yeah. And then very young too, it was just, you know, the universe preparing me a lot for my life that will include travel. Like I see many different shifts in my life, but when I was like 14, cause my parents were like super travel junkies, um, 14, they were like, there were these trips at school um, <clears throat> that allowed you to go like to Australia or like China and stuff like that. And I was like a freshman, normally the seniors would go on it. My dad was like, no, you have to go. Like you have to go. So I went on the trip. I was the only freshman with all these seniors and I thrived. I was living like, just like, and they all became like my best friends. Like at the time, like I loved it way more than being at home with the people that I knew. Yeah. Um, so I love meeting new people. I, I love it. You could put me anywhere. I could go to China. I could sit in the classroom and I'd be okay. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like the Leo energy too, is just like, all you want is like to have fun, warm energy. And like the Taurus is like, the Taurus Midheaven, I really like. Midheaven is like your public image, but it's really up there with your sun and Mars. It's like, just, it makes people, it's like what you said, it makes people very comfortable because it's just like kind of grounding. Like you have this grounding presence, but then it's like the Aries, you know, the humor comes out and the Libra is like, you know, what's like, trendy you know what's like socialite like you know really just fucking well this is probably a lot of what you deal with is like you are so fucking sociable and like likable that your biggest issue is boundaries like because people just probably want to be friends with you you know like it is and like also it's always I'm way better with this now but I had and literally I would say spirit, but like, I've had a lot of people, Virgo North Node, because I'm supposed to be learning that, especially, I actually have a lot of Virgo people around me right now, um, as I'm getting older, and I have to get serious in my life. Um, but I used to have, like, even in college, an open door policy. When I tell you, and I mean, it doesn't matter age, because I freaking knew it, so people who were 30 years old in college, and I knew, you know, people who were younger my door people, why do you leave your door open like literally like anyone could come and sit on my bed anyone could talk yeah everyone yes yes was the first thing that came out of my mouth yes but it was something that I would always regret later because it's like oh you're not gonna leave oh you don't <laughs> there is no you know and every stage of my life was that boundary conversation. I'm telling you, don't do this. And yes, very bad experiences with being taken advantage of, but it's also like that, like I said, it's an Aries inner child. I will say my inner child is an Aries. That inner child that really wants that validation, wants to be seen and heard, wants you know, to feel not even like, um, I wouldn't say just validation, but it's like thinking that open door is love. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? they love me they care about me which unfortunately is not true you know all the time it's really not true it's they want company and they want to save space and know what it causes codependency so that's something I actually did have to go to codependent anonymous like I had to do serious serious codependency healing and labor moon mother wounds as well too mm -hmm. is a big thing so um it's something that I, you know, went through some hard lessons about, but definitely as I'm getting older, definitely, yeah, have really improved. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and having having like Chiron in the fourth also, like that is showing that, you know, this it's finding what is real in relationships, not what is just expectations and like what a family's supposed to be. Like you heal by finding the truth of what it means to you. Yeah. Um, it's 611. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So many of my biggest life lessons has come from um, the fourth house and, you know, Scorpio being there. I will see Scorpio put, you know, wherever it's placed, it's like unlocking life's mysteries, even if it's through the darkness, finding light in the dark. And 100% it's been like that. Like my parents, um, definitely generational trauma healing. Like they were never married, but at the same time, out of my whole family, they were actually one of the only couples that stayed together ever since they were like 16. And it wasn't always the healthiest, but at the same time, it taught me so much about true love Mm -hmm. because I had such these high expectations and unrealistic expectations, you know, um, when it came to relationships and, you know, people that definitely caused a lot of problems because it's either I didn't meet up to someone's expectations or they didn't meet up to my expectations and just understanding that like um one a big thing was like the universe was like okay go play with spiritual toys (laughs) you could you know kind of excite yourself through that and wonder you know and be a teacher but then also like understand like commitment and relationships is something I'm meant to like learn and heal but accept people as they are Mm -hmm. and that also comes from there's been so many transitions in my life through like physical appearance and all these different things to just learn to like like the idea of me doing this without makeup probably last year was absolutely not gonna happen Mm -hmm. you know but like now it's like accepting myself as I am is such a big thing in my life it's such a big theme yes oh it's beautiful. I, and I think that, that like lining up with like in relationships, having your fifth house in Sagittarius, your seventh house in Aquarius, like that is really like you are looking for the humans like kind of beneath everything, but also like in that you are like just scouting out who's really fucking cool. Like that's basically what you're like a little looking for. That's funny that you say you dated guys in tech because the seventh house Aquarius is tech so like you literally have like tech in relationships um but I also think it's interesting having your Aquarius Neptune and Uranus in the seventh house too because that can make I mean it makes relationships it, first of all, you can have a little bit of like friendship to lover tropes going on or the other way around. You can have some like just random things that happen overnight or just like confusion with that Neptune. So yeah, I'm interested what. Well, I don't want to share too much about the relationship side. I will say my relationship history, definitely in that book, my past connections have been like, you literally could just say people were really interested in hearing them because they were always just weird like I always just attracted a lot of it was like needing healing but the stories just were weird not even like toxic it just was just like out of a weird like I was in some type of action movie or some type of situation because I like these tech guys who like but at the same time like 
I don't, I don't even know how to really describe it. They, you know, people that came off like, oh, you know, like I don't have feelings, but then they're like, no, I have feelings. Like, you know, and it would come off just really weird. But <laughs> um, I think love is a mystery for everyone, but I will say all my closest relationships were like still from high school like they honestly still are like it's people that I've known and that that also just goes into the trust and me just not opening up because it's not that I come off when I was younger yes I came off way more superficial in the beginning Mm -hmm. even I for me for someone to like end all be all it just takes time like I am someone like and also it's what I do you know what I mean like it's what I do for a living um I hate dating apps. Like I hate, like I absolutely hate it. It's just with me, that's why I say like the universe just divinely chose or chooses my person. I want to say that because it's difficult. Like it really is. Like I, there is the, when I was younger, I always dated really older guys and everything just because of like the conversations that I have and the way I speak and that was also a little bit daddy wounds whatever but it was also kind of just like but then that became a problem of like uh, masculinity you know kind of like I'm so young why are you speaking like this you know or why are you talking like this or why are you able to kind of see what's wrong with me Mm -hmm. in that sense like they definitely didn't approach me for those reasons and then it was definitely always difficulty with guys my age so I kind of just with Neptune there I say the universe is going to choose who I'm going to yeah it's just and at this point I can't even I dated so much in college like I just I'm at a pause with dating so and it it just yeah 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 with that (laughs) but yeah I I feel that I honestly feel like Aquarius energy it's just so random and that's that's the having a having Uranus there it's like you don't have to do anything the randomness is just gonna happen like (laughs) and it's crazy because my best closest best friend she's a cancer she's also a healer soul healing with Amila um and she also has a seventh house in Aquarius we actually have the same exact houses um Mm. and her connection is also divinely guided like she didn't work out with anyone else and that's how I feel with me like I feel like and I I think that's love at the end of the day where it just doesn't work with it doesn't relationship even just having getting to a relationship doesn't work mm-hmm. because it I meet someone and it, and it just triggers so much in them and it becomes this whole drama filled episode so yeah <laughs> <laughs> gotta just wait and see Saturn and Saturn and Aries is like just the lessons are like quicker that's kind of had the energy there um also having these having the water signs in your kind of like ancestral houses are really interesting because it's like you know that's where you get your gifts or like from your family and having the Pisces Jupiter in the eighth I mean this is just where you get that straight intuition so you're in your Jupiter return right now do you feel like I mean there's so much Pisces right now like it's crazy out there one at all I am going through some tough lessons right now but at the same time my gifts are probably the strongest it's ever been where it's like I can't even have a normal conversation with someone right now. Like my gifts are just really, really, really strong right now. Um, and Pisces season was the difficulty right now is grounding, grounding yeah. is really difficult, getting 
practical priorities done like it's like my energy is very sensitive um feeling very tired and drained has been a thing um and whenever I'm dealing with this Pisces energy especially during March that's when it's almost like I want to see the universe takes over my life spirit takes over my life and says here we're getting you ready for the next step hold on and I just gotta go float I just got to go with it and just like release control, which as yep. Taurus mm-hmm. isn't the easiest thing. Mm-hmm. So explain to me exactly what that Jupiter return thing is. So basically, um, Jupiter returns happen like every 12 years um, ish. Is it the 12th house perfection? Is that the same thing or no? Um, no. Wait. So how old are you? 23? I'm 23. I'm in my 12th house here. Okay, yeah, 23. But Jupiter takes 12 years to go all the way around the zodiac. And then your Jupiter return is when it comes back to okay. the sign that it's in. So um, yeah, like basically it's just like added Jupiter energy. And I mean, for you, really, it's showing up with also the 12th house perfection year in Cancer of just like, you know, this is why your fucking head is like lit up and stuff. But what's so interesting for your chart is like that you obviously have these gifts and like you know you say you could speak forever and ever that with the virgo north node what you're actually moving towards is like so much more practical and like physical and that taurus energy even though like obviously this is the time right now of these like gifts in this part of time whatever but yeah like ultimately it's more about the physical and paring down and routine and like (sighs) your body right like so that is something and that's why also the Jupiter return is so difficult and dealing with any of the water sign energies because especially when it comes to eating rights or anything like that Pisces is just the opposite of all of that um but um I don't want to say all Pisces are. It's just that that's also like my dad's a Pisces and it was a super indulgent energy as well. But um, that I'm like trying to figure out how do I even approach that? Because that has been a big, big theme from spirit has been telling me. I'm basically, yes, I am here to help people kind of and I, I I also do withhold a lot of my TikTok. Like I withhold a lot, a lot of info that I actually do have. But um, I am here to help kind of help humanity shift and ascend here. And I don't want to say help with, you know, sharing the uh, mysteries of the universe. But at the same time, in my personal life, I am not meant to be like super spiritual to be honest I'm really not like I'm really more meant to be ground I'm supposed to learn how to be human basically and this actually goes into like a past life energy um well we're having a spiritual conversation basically I was not on earth a lot I really spent a lot of time as an angel like in the astral so I'm way more comfortable up there And this comes out a lot here. So uh, even the speaking and everything, like having to interact with um, humans (laughs) and doing that, that was something that was like really difficult for me in a sense here. Um, Sometimes even like social cues, social cues can be something that I really had to really learn. And a a lot of that is even the Aries Mercury. It's just like, okay, Natija, 
that's going to make her feel sense. Don't say that, you know, in a sense, um, or even in my readings, like you can't just say that, <laughs> you know, it's going to trigger someone and leave them alone. Um, but yeah, like I really am meant to learn practical human things. So even the traveling, that is, a, that's why the Saturn energy is always above me here because it's like, oop, escapism no forms of escapism like whenever I am escaping that's something I have to watch out for my life because and I did that through alcohol I did that through even caffeine sometimes you know just anything that made me feel that high lifted energy so I could share that wisdom and not take any responsibility so yeah that's what I have to yeah Oh, yeah, that's so interesting. But really something with your chart, too, that I'm interested what you have looked into with this. I mean, definitely supported by poetry, but also just like aesthetics in general. And this can be the housewife vibe, maybe is like, maybe you just want to have like that fucking dope, like house, basically. And just like, you know, I don't know if you're like, interested in motherhood, like having the cute, like cookies and shit. Like, I don't know. <laughs> No, so I was always, and so I worked in PR and I was going to be a PR before all of this. And I love events. Like I love event plan. Like I know that my career, this is just a stepping stone, but eventually, and this has a lot to do with like partnership and getting that support, but I have a lot of things I want to do on this earth. Like I a hundred percent want to do event planning. My house is very like gotta be aesthetically pleasing my dorm was always the one that people would be like what the hell like you know this is temporary right like I would super um my fashion is very selective as well like self-expression in any way you know I'm I love it um event planning and definitely just like I don't know, lately that's been a thing coming up with motherhood. I don't know if that's a Jupiter return thing. And that wasn't when I was like a year ago, I was like, absolutely not, you know, but like now it's really coming up. And I think a lot of it is just like having, um, I don't know, maybe somehow I see it as an adventure too, or a new journey. Um, but yeah, no, like I'm really, really into aesthetics. If you even look at like my branding, like I, I do all my branding stuff. My mm -hmm. resumes have always kind of looked like I have specific um, color schemes. So mm -hmm. um, I'm into aesthetics. Yeah. Um, the Taurus Midhaven, it's like, if you're going to do something like, you know, it has to be like professional looking, like, you know, that that's like, and it's like valuing people's I feel like Taurus is good at valuing people's time because you want people to value your time. So it's like, you can really like also come across in like more concise ways. It, it's a compromise with my energies though, because for example, like the Aries will act up with that though. Like mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I feel like a fight between the Aries that just wants to be raw and just like, just get the message out. It doesn't matter. And then there's the earth science that's just like, make it look nice, you know? Yeah. And so I sometimes am like sitting there really quiet and I will just have a tornado or a fight within my body of what the hell do I do right now? You know, even though it's something so simple, it's like, I'm creativity other than like actual spirituality is like just as high like I'm so it's so important to me it's always been I'm almost like getting emotional it's always been so important to me um so 
it, it can be difficult just to make simple decisions. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. And just like, and for your Libra moon too, it like can just, you can feel like you don't want anybody to be tied to a certain thing, you know? And it's like, because you're like, I want to show that I'm multifaceted as well. Like, yeah, it's hard. It's hard <laughs> because it's like, and I remember this conversation just randomly one day I heard it like on the bus but this guy was like you know shouldn't you just master one thing he was like shouldn't you just like when you master one thing aren't you like I don't know there was this conversation about like success and greatness like basically saying that if you do many different things you know um basically like some things are kind of like half-ass in a sense which I won't I won't lie I won't lie and this is also if I'm being honest with when the Saturn father comes in and goes like escapism because sometimes and that's where like it's kind of like I'll set the bar too high for myself or put too much of a workload in one you know area or if it doesn't meet my expectations I can that freak out will start to happen of like I quit like I'm out of here you know so when it comes to like consistent and even happened with my spiritual business consistency I was a person that I left a lot of jobs I was great at all of them but like if it doesn't if something is wrong or it looks like you know you have to overcome a challenge I would be like nope I'm out I'm not supposed to do this I'm not meant to do this and spirit is like sit down you mm -hmm. are can do it keep going so like I said it can be very strange <laughs> yeah I, I mean it's so interesting also to just be like this comes up all the time I think about like when is it like uncomfortable because you're pushing through something and when is it like you saying let's not do this like intuition I mean I guess I mean, my biggest issue as a Virgo sun and Mercury in the 12th house is like discerning what is my own self-doubt and what is my intuition? Like, so. <laughs> I, like I said, you just have to know yourself. And I think through a lot of my healing and shadow work, it's like, I know, I, I have to see where I'm deceiving myself. Self-deception is a big thing for me. Um, and like lying to myself too, basically. Like, you know, it's like, I just keep I just keep seeing the Aries and pointing out the Aries because I always see and no offense to Aries people but I always see Aries as like toddlers like in a sense or just kind of like that inner child that's like I want what I want and I want it now and if yeah. I don't get it, I'm throwing myself down on the floor and I, I've had those moments a lot like you know so I have to really that's where the grounding comes in sit down and like okay Natidra you may be projecting in this area right now, but is there something else going on? You know, like, is there, and that I'm projecting right now that maybe I don't want to do this, you know, am I throwing a fit? Um, escapism is a big thing as well. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of that Pisces South node. Mm -hmm. spirituality, and that's something I teach too, to other healers where um, I see it a lot in the spiritual community where, you know, there is, I'm so curious to see their charts, but no, there is this big, energy of escapism because you have this knowledge and it's like okay knowledge can be power but it can also be so scary and we see it in so many creatives where it's kind of like there is an energy of like depression with writers and you know Albert Einstein and all these you know dark thoughts because it's like when you do go through these mysteries of life when you do know a lot okay and you do see right through people mm -hmm. it can really make you shut down it can really make you want to escape to other things so you I have to 
I think that's where the practicality comes in and finding that balance and not even allowing myself to go so spiritual. I want to say that, you know, I think spirituality is the way of life, but I mean, just not living up there, like get down here, you know? Totally, totally. And like, I think that it's like just so important to realize that like, I don't know, we are human too. Like everybody's on a different journey, but at the same time, everybody has to do the same shit here. So it's like, why give (laughs) so much extra emphasis to one area when it's like, I don't know, my Libra rising just wants fucking everything to be balanced. So I'm like, mind, body, spirit. I'm like, let me just even them out all the time. And like, eh. It's so funny that you're a Virgo, like, exactly. I literally said, and I didn't know that, like, I I literally said, you know, spirit brings Virgos in my life to kind of teach me, even you having a Libra rising, that's something that's really important for me to see, because I do see more of the positive aspects of Libra, whereas with my moon, I can deal with a lot of the shadow aspects of Libra, Mm -hmm. that helps me attain more balance, seeing how you are right now, and Mm -hmm. everything, because man <laughs> man what's your moon sign mask Sagittarius oh you're wow you're a Sag moon too so. so so like that's where my escapism comes from my Sag moon like <laughs> what I'm saying. a few other things I wanted to point out in your chart that were interesting um are some uh asteroids um you have the asteroid aura conjunct your libra moon so i mean this can indicate that you can maybe like develop aura skills but also just like this i'm seeing also just relates a lot to um like kind of just seeing things through a libra lens which is just like more colorful and more exciting or just like you know when you're channeling you probably see colors a lot I, I do actually, but it's interesting because I've never really seen auras. Like where people mm. would say, I look at someone, it's like I close my eyes and I do see colors. Like I'll see which energy centers need healing or what is, you know, I'll understand that very easily. But like that's the one thing. And I do think it's the lack of, well, I do have like the Jupiter in Pisces or it could really develop over time. I had questioned a lot of my gifts just because like I don't, you know, other people will say like, oh, I see things, you know, like I'll see like, um, I don't want to say like ghosts or like I'll see certain things. And like, I don't, my gifts don't really work like that. And it could be the Mercury where it's almost like very, this kind of goes off side a, a little bit, but like, I'll get a lot of references to like entertainment or like songs. It's almost like Spirit Speaks to Me in code. There's a specific mm-hmm code that I get even when colors come up it's a code Mm. so it's like something that other people can't understand where someone will see directly like this is happening they'll show me like a fire truck and be like okay red root chakra something needs healing in the root chakra here okay because it's causing dramatic events Mm -hmm. so I'll just understand why they're showing me that if that makes sense Mm -hmm. but yeah. yeah yeah and I mean you know what's actually interesting too is like because it's conjunct your moon, maybe that's like closing your eyes. Like, you know, yeah. it's the nighttime, it's the moon yeah. version. Like you see them when you close your eyes. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you also have this astrology um, asteroid, Reiki asteroid and angel asteroid um, in your sixth house of work in Capricorn. So mm-hmm. that can also just be like 
you know, bringing, I like this season Capricorn actually. And I think that like, um, it's, it's like this can indicate where you want to like, kind of be an expert in ways. Mm -hmm. And, um, and just like, again, this practical energy, like it's bringing this stuff down to like a more practical, digestible way. So I actually include, um, I do ask for times and everything, um, both times when I'm doing readings for people, because it's actually way easier for me. Um, I don't have to, I read the chart in a very intuitive way, which is why I don't like to talk about astrology, just just because the astrological community can be very, I studied this and I know what this is and everything. Whereas a lot of my gifts and understanding I actually didn't study or didn't have to study that much. Like It's just like, for example, in someone's chart, I'll only go to what's necessary for their lesson at the time. Like, and it'll, spirit will just say seventh house, fourth house. Okay. And I'll be like, okay. Or sometimes I don't even need, need to look at it. And I'll be like, there's something in your second house that you need to look at. So um, anything that is like, astrology or it looks like a plan a piece of paper like it's actually super easy for me to do reiki actually i never which that's where they're like in my ear right now i have a guy like looking at me like crazy right now because <laughs> i actually signed up for a reiki course and i didn't do it but i i can i can energy heal i've done like energy healing for people distance healing without i don't have to put up my hands like i can just do it um set energy healing to people and then you said an angel one, which I think is very interesting. But what what exactly did you mean by that? Angel is angel connection. So usually it relates to like channeling. Yeah. So I have a very strong connection with the Ascended Masters and Archangels. Um, always just, just always an angel guide, natural connection with them. But um, yeah, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. I, I'm interested just with your chart if you feel like your intuition comes like through your body, through your thoughts, through like you hearing like which, which I guess that's just like, which of your clairs is the most like. So it's so, so definitely clear cognizance. I just, that that knowing basically, um, but it's, and maybe that's a Libra. It's so interesting because with every person, it will be different. Mm. Like how some people like, for example, like my, I never, and I always struggle when people say who my angel guides are, I struggle with that because it's, it's like in that moment, it just goes the angels. And I just see it as like their higher self coming through goes, just send them the message. They don't need all this extra stuff, you know, they don't need to get up, get caught up in like, and this could be my North note of like having to go through life. So people who are drawn to me, even if they're and that's the divine guidance. Even if they're very spiritual, a lot of times I'm meant to bring them back down and say, hey, I know you really want to know all this stuff, but there's stuff going on at work right now. Yeah. There's stuff going on with your kids. There's stuff going on with family. Like that's what you need to really be focusing on. Not trying to like, you know, focus on like what's going on up there. You know, we got to focus mm-hmm. down there. So like, it's different. Like the other day, you know, I wasn't even doing a reading like for my friend. I'm literally going to sleep and I started smelling a dog. And I'm literally, I text her and I was just like, does your dog need a bath? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> like, how did you know? And I was just like, you need to like, it just depends. Like it, it literally, that's why I'm saying I can't have certain conversations because 
in that moment, for example, me texting her that opened up a conversation that I needed. So mm-hmm. it just depends and it changes all the time. If I'm talking to someone and, you know, Claire, um, like scents are a big thing for me. That's important. That's necessary. And we have to point out something about perfume. If we have to point out something about, you know, something that happened, then we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. If that's important, it won't happen. So every day is an adventure. For me, mostly, um, I would say the strongest one is just knowing, like just looking at tower, just like knowing that's easy for me, but it depends. Mediumship is like, and that's why I wouldn't sit and call myself a medium or anything because it, if it comes through, it comes through mm-hmm. and that could change, you know, over time, but it's just an adventure, but yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is so interesting. I think also with the Taurus, it's like makes so much sense with your senses, you know, like Taurus yeah. is all about that. Like, and that's, yeah. Um, okay, cool. Well, that's <laughs> kind of what I have for your chart. All right. So let's what we need to know right now first we have god is a goddess (laughs) love that i mean self-explanatory like fucking love it um and then we have what is chaos to the fly is harmony to the spider which actually i feel like this is very interesting energy personally of what i've been going through is just about the power of like reappraising things in your mind and like being able to really and like this actually really goes back to like when I was studying psychology just like actually the way you talk about the things you're doing is so important so yeah that's kind of the vibe I'm getting from that Mm, you know it's so interesting when I think and I've been seeing a lot of spiders they definitely have been um energies that's been coming to me lately not in my house no but um (laughs) just popping up I'm very also shamanism is a big part of my journey um when I think about spiders or just any of those energies you know they're in the dark so you know something that I've kind of been emerging out of is like a dark night of the soul in a sense or just learning to be like comfortable in the dark um rather than run from it those things and it goes back into that Scorpio mysteries of life type of nature here. Um, and it's like, when I think about ants and spiders, it's like people like to kill them. And spiders, they say, don't kill them, you know, like they're good luck in a sense. So um, it's like, I think it's more about learning how to, both of them are on the floor, learning how to lay low. It's about um, humility, learning how to lay low. Okay, and even the energy of, I'm sorry, I'm straight going into this, but like the energy of like God in a sense here, even like Christ energy, Jesus is like, there There had to be so much humility um, with those type of energies when you're dealing with a lot of people sometimes um, before the next stage of your life growth here. So right now what I've been going through, I guess, before I go through all those analogies, it's like, um, I'm going through like a humbling period. And I know a lot of that is like, as a shift is definitely coming for me, but a humbling period where I had to kind of learn how to, like I said, um, play in the dark and also see the good luck kind of in the dark that I've been going through because a lot of people see spiders as good luck, which I do as well, seeing them as good luck um, rather than killing them and running away from them. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas ants, 
you see them as something that's tedious you know like what I'm going through is tedious you know it's like a horrible situation rather than seeing that it's literally going to be something that um and webs when I think about webs it's like catching something that can catch people it's going to be something that I use to help other people go through the dark um you know help other people stand up catch them when they fall as well yes oh I still feel that energy and like it's also making me think with this god is a goddess card about like all of the like women who in history who were like underneath like who maybe aren't remembered in like history books or whatever but that are like like you know Cleopatra energy obviously she wasn't really mystery but I'm thinking about like what you're talking about with the secret or the mysterious side and just like you know magic in general has always had that occult feel and it's like uh that darkness like going out under the full moon you know all of that is like it's kind of like this inherently uh this tradition of like intuitive like power yeah energy like um witch trial energy yeah yeah like the taboo Mm -hmm. so that's also something that's been coming up for me a lot of like um yeah like when you are doing something like the way at least that I heal and everything it's like healing but at the same time using tarot cards like it can come out as like very very taboo for some people as well but even putting those two cards together it's like I see it as the dark and the light. Like there's no way, like for me to do what I do, like I have to deal with the dark, you know, and in order to get to the light here. Mm. So my solar plexus as I'm saying this here. But um yeah, no, 150%. I, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, thank you, Spirit, for those cards. I love, love that message. Um before we sign off, plug yourself, share, share any offerings or how people can connect with you. Yeah. So, um, I am on TikTok, of course, O-H Natty, N-A-T-I. I am on Instagram, O-H dot period Natty. Um, as well, there's going to be a bunch of fake accounts here. Just letting you guys know here. Okay, I only have one account, just the ones that I told you. I do not make any more accounts. Just can't do anything. I think it kind of comes with the energy, but whatever. You know, don't want to say it, but it does. Um intuitive guidance with natija.com i know it's kind of hefty working on jane depp but um it's in my link in my bio to book a session with me and yeah yeah also there is um the healers community you can join to lucy on um facebook that's between me and amila a lot of it's a safe space basically to share what we're going through we update on the forecast the um energy that's going on right now so yeah Oh, that's amazing. It's amazing Mm -hmm. offering. Well, thank you so much for being here. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.